In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. Site for details. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year! Hey, and welcome back to Loose Lips with me, Robin Richford. And me, Sophie Brown. And it's the Happy New Year. Woo! So fulfilled. <gasps> That's a bit crazy, isn't it? Another year older. Another year older. Here we go. Well, we actually don't... No, it's not your birthday. No. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I'm getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, it's actually close to your birthday, to be fair. Anyway, we have been tackling a new topic and listener dilemmas every single week since, of course, April. And today, to celebrate 2023 and welcome in 2024, we just want to take a little look back at the most funny, deep and iconic <gasps> moments of the pod. Ah, thank you all for your support over the past year. We got through it together and we couldn't have done it without you. <gasps> Here's to a brilliant 2024. I am so excited, Soph. I can't believe it. I get emotional. <laughs> she's, having, uh, she's actually got tears in her eyes and I'm not joking. <sighs> this is the best. There's something about a new year that's a fresh start. And there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but I think especially when you're at this stage in your life and you're trying to muddle on through anyway and you're trying to figure it out, I feel like your opinions and what you think and, and how you kind of like go around the world, I know that's really deep, kind of changes at this point. Like yeah. I feel like every year I'm like a different person, don't you think? Yeah, I'm excited for this next year as well. It's been an interesting year. Oh, we're going to reflect on it, aren't we? Let's do it. Should we go back to April? <gasps> I know, April, that feels like so long ago. Now, of course, we kicked things off back in April and we were actually just getting to know each other. That's weird. It's funny, though, because the first time we met, we ended up going to an event together that night. We raced around town. I was trying to get an outfit in Zara. Like, we got on as soon as we met each other. Yeah, that's so true, actually. I mean, I think we were fake tanning in, like, a random <gasps> restaurant toilet, do you remember? We were in the toilet. I was, like, painting my toenail. Yes. You've got... <laughs> 
check fake tan on. Yeah. We were, we were made for each other. We were made for each other. So <laughs> do you know what is so nice, right? I saw this thing on TikTok, standard. Robin's always sees things on TikTok, that basically says everyone talks about your childhood best friends, but no one talks about the friends that come into your life later on. I think I might have seen the same TikTok. Well, there's a first. <laughs> we'll take it. Normally she's like, what are you talking about? Oh, big news this year. Big news. We found out that Robin got engaged in May. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah, someone said to me, um, oh, well done. I was like, what? Do you remember we said that? I was like, what for? And they were like, we're getting engaged. I was like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I did absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. Like I think, literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just on my holidays, you minding my there. own business, getting myself a little crepe, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I just rocked up. But yeah, it is a weird thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, if I give birth, yes, tell me well done, because that shit oh. looks sore. I've not even really thought about that, to be honest. You got engaged this year. Yeah, don't. You're actually going to freak me out. You know how I feel about it. <laughs> not, not, not the engagement, not the engagement. Ah! Not the engagement. What I mean is like, I'm just not very good with stuff like that, am I? I was kind of like... Like I didn't even have a party or anything. I oh should my God, do that. Yeah, you should. Even if it's belated, that is crazy. Because even yeah, you got engaged this year. That's wild. And I remember, obviously, but like, obviously, yeah, I know. <gasps> that was yeah. And do you know what was really actually odd? We just done an episode, I think, about like engagements and things like that. And then I'd gone away for the weekend. Do you remember? And then I came back and I was like, "So I'm engaged." Did I send you a photo or something? I can't remember. And I was just like, "Oh my God, yeah." <laughs> How did you? I can't remember how you. I can't remember. No, did I just do on social media? I didn't really post it on socials, but I did do one post. Yeah, but it was like not like. Yeah, but then everybody, I'm not yeah, really but once like you that. know, you know, it's still a. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. It's still information. Well, yeah, isn't it? good mems. <laughs> good mems. And then of course, Sophie aired out her grievances with couples. I did. I saw a reel and I don't think I saved it because I'd love to show you it, but it was literally if you flipped it on its head and they did the angle of like if a single person was saying to people mm. in a relationship, the way that people in a relationship speak to a single person, because I've got single friends who'd be like, oh, I could never do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck off then. Like, <laughs> go and argue with your boyfriend again for the 70 millionth time. He's not put a plate away or his <laughs> fucking towels on the floor. And then we delved into the world of fitness and our, um, let's, call it unique loose lips way we did we're the biggest advocates for joining a club i think i i, I must have said thinking this is quite funny actually because like reminiscing on it all the amount of time we used to talk about friendship quite a lot it's like join a club <laughs> go to a join a sports club no this is the best bet how many clubs are you a member of <laughs> zero zero no, but i go to them though like do there's you? new things that i do no she's a liar she's lying <laughs> 2024 is the year of clubs, I reckon. I love sport and I'm good at netball, but I wasn't like a netball girl at school. So, you know. What, we... what position do you play at netball? Sensor, of course. Oh my God, she is just <laughs> such a star. <laughs> she's a sports star. She's just like a sports She's just a sports uh, star. She's just up there, front, centre. Always. Actual running, like whether it's fast, slow is probably better. Not that far. Like... <laughs> The different types of running. Let me just break it down. <laughs> what I mean is, so, you can go fast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm literally crying. <laughs> what I mean is, is the actual act of running is so good for your brain. That's what I mean. What I'm trying to say is, you don't need to go fast. Yeah. 
No, I get. No, I do get what you mean. Yeah, she's actually crying, guys. There's actual tears. That is what motivates me now. Like honestly, what motivates me to go for a run or you know to be fit is genuinely my brain. Because yeah. I'm like, if I'm really stressed out or if I feel anxious or if I feel like, you know what, like I'm just not feeling right just yeah. now. I I always 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 feel better with a bit of fitness. Always. Yeah. You you're you're more of a runner, aren't you? That's your kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> She's a runner, bitch. <laughs> And for all the fun we have, we also address the things that affect us women growing up and making our mark on the world. Yeah, it's not always easy, is it? Like our careers episode where we spoke about the pressures of choosing a career and sticking to it. I still haven't figured that one out. (laughs) And what do you do if you feel like you want to switch careers? I think there's also like this this pressure and this expectation that like you should know what you want to do or what you are doing, especially in your late twenties. But realistically, who, who does like, you've got all the time to still be able to change that. But I think that there's that preconception that like, if you're not where you want to be by that age, you just feel a bit, I don't know, it can dishearten you a bit, whereas it shouldn't really. It shouldn't really. But I mean, if I'm completely honest, it does sometimes for me. Yeah. Like, you know, I definitely have moments where I'm like, you know, I should have this figured out and like, mm. you know, how can I make a change at this late in my life? Which is mad because you feel like, you know, your late 20s isn't actually that late, right? Yeah. But it feels it. It feels late because you've kind of got people that are a little bit more settled in terms of their jobs and what they're doing. Maybe how mm. they have kids and maybe they have, um, you know, a partner and like the house and things like that. But even if you have all those things, I bet you still have the same I guess, feelings that yeah. are kind of not there yet. Maybe even more so, actually, because if you're, you know, you're single and you've been like in different jobs and you're kind of still finding it exciting, if you're quite settled and you're even like about to have kids or engaged or married, whatever, you might actually feel that you kind of need that change more. You are in your late 20s and I guess people are starting to get to a slightly more solid place, probably financially and what within mm. whatever kind of workspace they're in. It's like, do you take that step back and do you retrain? Or do you, you know, or do you step to a more junior role, you know, that's going in the right direction or, you know, the new direction? It's like, that's scary. That's scary because mm. you feel like you're just stepping back. You don't want to miss out on money either. Yeah. I, I've had I've had a few people ask me, they'll ask me, you know, should I... I really want to completely change up what I'm doing, but I'm 27 or I'm 32 mm. or however old. And it's like, your your first initial answer is like, yes, absolutely. I feel like if someone wants to make that change, then they can definitely do it. Like there's nothing stopping them. But from a money perspective, it is hard because if you've worked your way up somewhere and then you enter a new you know industry, it's likely that you're going to have to start much further down. And that's kind of like, it's kind of risk versus reward because mm. it, if it's something that's going to make you happier and that you're more passionate about and you'll genuinely enjoy it, then the money obviously it's important but I feel like as long as you've got enough there to be able to cover the you know your bills and the things that you need to then sometimes it's it's worth the risk to do that. We also address the fake news that circulates when you're in the media and the limelight and those keyboard warriors who always feel the need to chip in that was a difficult one I that was like. that was a tough one yeah, and gosh. I feel like I was there like your little power ranger yeah back off so back off back off her <laughs> I'll get her <laughs> I'll get her. No, I'll get them. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Not you. I'm aging backwards at the moment because every freaking newspaper media outlet calls me 30 every single time and I'm 20 freaking seven. Oh my God, you're joking. Do you know, I'm I'm annoyed about that more than anything. (laughs) Write what you want about me. Well, don't, but like just use my actual age. That is so annoying. Do you know what? For the longest time, I froze an age. For the longest time, I was 21, like everywhere. 
It was really funny. You know, you oh, get really? all these. It's kind of like wiki, but it's not wiki. And they basically talk about, you know, people that, you know, do jobs in media or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, and for ages, they were like, the 21-year-old is so secretive. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> I am here for this. I've been 21 for like five years, according to these pages. It's brilliant. Never updating. I've never once been like, oh, let me just have a little conversation in the comments section. And it'll be like, Pussycat71875, and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) the worst time to take a drink of water. Are you shitting me so? I just spat all over the. (laughs) Sounds about that. Um, But it will be. I literally just took a big gulp of water, and she goes, Pussycat. Welcome to Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast. Where we answer the questions you want to hear about parenthood. And provide you with real, honest advice for every stage of your parenting journey. Whether you're a parent-to-be, a new mum like me, navigating those sleepless nights. Or a more experienced parent facing the challenges of raising older kids like me. We've got you covered with relatable stories, expert insights and plenty of laughs along the way. So grab your headphones, a cup of coffee or maybe something stronger. And let's get real about parenting. We're not going to be sugarcoating anything from punamis to piles. Nothing is off limits at Mum's The Word. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our own little club. Mum's The Word. Listen wherever you get your your podcast from and hit follow so you don't miss an episode and one of our favorite parts of loose lips is of course looking into friendships and we looked into how friendships change once you hit your mid-20s I am going to have a base in Glasgow and I do need to find some friends. So that's where we were like, let's talk about friendships yeah. because friendships in your late 20s, early 30s are so difficult to navigate. Yeah. Because I think when everyone gets to this age, they have those solid friends that they've had for years. So whether they met them at uni or school and you forget that actually through through your early 20s and like late teens, that actually you are building like building blocks of a friendship, right? And then, yeah. but so, so sometimes when I meet people now, I go, gosh, it's so surface. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And so then I'm like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that. So then I don't actually invest the time. But actually, yeah. if I thought about it, all, all the drama, you know, going through, you know, uh, whether it's breaking up with people in your early 20s and calling your friend because you're upset, like all those are building blocks. And yeah. you don't see that at the time. Yeah. But then actually when you kind of get to this age then you know they've turned into like solid solid friendships Mm. so then I think there's that there's that area of comparison right of being like do I want you know another friend in my life that's like if it's not that yeah I think that's I think that's so true and I think that I'm the type of person that like and I do this like relationships as well so like both romantic and like friendships if I meet someone and I like I, like I like them, I'll in, I'll invest a lot of time in it yeah. and like I'll put loads of effort in it. And I've done that at, like recently with friendships, like over the last few years. And like you, I've I've not got it back. And like mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of shit sometimes because you're like investing that time and you think oh they're gonna be like a good friend and then they just don't don't give you that kind of like that same thing back. When we're older, I don't know. I think it is. I think it's harder to make friends. Yeah, because it's harder, I think. We also had an epic guest in the form of Freddie Bentley, who talked all things sobriety. He was absolutely fantastic. We love Freddie, don't we? Oh, it was brilliant. 
He's so fun. In fact, here's a little clip from our chat with Freddie. Don't get me wrong, girls. It has been such hard work. And, like, it has been a choice to stay sober. Obviously, it was taken out of my hands in the beginning. But now, to remain sober, that is a choice. Because, you know, I could have relapsed or I could have gone back to drinking and everything else that comes with drinking. But I've chose not to. You know, I didn't care about responsibility the next day. And I didn't become... I wasn't a nice person with it anyway. So I'm liking the Freddy 2.0. I'm here for it, you know. It's actually really interesting what you say, though. Like, I guess you did it for health, right? And then there was, like, other benefits. Was there there anything that kind of, like, sticks out to you that you look at and you're like, gosh, actually, that's a benefit that I never thought? My work ethic, like, really? don't get wow. me wrong, I've always been a grafter and I've always, you know, wanted to be in the entertainment industry since I was a young boy, mm. like a baby. But my work ethic, like, I've got a really successful TikTok business now that I would never have been able to do if I was drinking because I'm doing wow. like 60 hours a week of just hard graft of building this company. And I, I know that I'd never would have achieved what I'm achieving now without mm. that and definitely and also to inspire and help so many others yes I can be funny and yes I entertain people but really there was no like purpose or oomph behind what I was doing but now I get messages they like oh my god you're inspirational because we'd never dreamed about being sober and it is hard work I had a boyfriend for a week last <laughs> no sorry we need a moment no no sorry two weeks but in one one week of that I was in Menorca <laughs> and I dumped him when I got back were you seeing him before you were official for a week or literally been seeing him i saw him within 24 hours he fell in love with me of course he was in my boyfriend on day three and then 10 days later i dumped him (laughs) and do you remember the episode where we talked about all our embarrassing school stories Also, I'm pretty sure, like, that wasn't legal, was it? <laughs> no, we didn't say names. We didn't say we names. We didn't name anyone. We didn't name anyone. That is the key to the slips. Now, of course, we had some of them. We chatted about the chaos that occurred at school parties. And again, we didn't name anyone, so it was actually okay. <laughs> oh, my God, that just reminded me of the most disgusting story. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> what my, is it? My little boyfriend, he was... I say little boyfriend. He was like, my little me. boyfriend. He was the same age as me, obviously. <laughs> anyway, right. my, my boyfriend at the time. Obviously, I was in a long-term relationship with 15 because it's me. Oh, so, of course. Of course I was. In the womb, yeah. <laughs> of course I was. I wasn't I wasn't dating around. Oh, no. I had the same boyfriend from like 14 to like 20 or something stupid. Anyway, when we were we were not official yet, we were kind of like dating or something and we'd gone around to... Um, my, one of my best friends house her mom and dad's house and we'd had like a you know a little party when we're not supposed to or whatever and I just remember him like projectile vomiting in the garden honestly and I had to like hose it up and it was like a whole thing and then I rang his dad because I was like being the geek that I was was scared he was gonna die <laughs> oh god yeah imminent death obviously yeah <laughs> obviously he's gonna die so I was like oh my god he's actually gonna die so I like rang his dad and then his dad comes out and he's like, thank you for looking after him. And then we made it official because his dad said that was a goodie. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. I mean, he could have gone either way. He could have been like, why did you ring my dad? Like, you know, what were you, because I would have, I had, so I, I had quite strict parents, like, especially with alcohol and stuff. But to be yeah. fair, my mum came around to the idea a bit more. And she also liked the fact that, you know, if I was honest with her, then obviously she knew what I was up to. So yeah. it was kind of that like playoff of like, could you buy me some alcohol from the shop because I'm going to this party? And then she knew kind of how much I was buying and also where I was going. Whereas yeah. when I sort of like first started doing that, I wouldn't tell them. 
and 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 you you don't want to be in that position where like if anything did happen and you needed to like yeah. you know obviously they would want to come and get you but when you're that age you think you're just going to be in the worst trouble and you've done the most horrific thing but my dad was super strict like any alcohol like I, I got so poor I got fully fully grounded for the time that we took alcohol and then drank it and went on like we used to have these underage nights don't know if you used to have them oh yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we'd buy a ticket. So the popular girls, the popular girls would do these parties and they used yeah. their name. We had this a lot in our school because we had, a, I feel like I can say this because I'm not sort of naming the names, but we had a hazing gem that were like the popular girls and that was okay. all the letters of their names. Okay. Okay. Was like LTWA or something that used to do the party, something like that. And that was like their names. It was like when we were, yeah, not old enough to, to drink legally, but we weren't like, I think we were about 15. Mm-hmm. We were all kind of like starting to experiment with with alcohol and stuff. But they were flipping carnage, these parties. We'd all like sneak alcohol and we'd hide it in the bushes of the of the gardens, like in Cheltenham and stuff like that. Well, it was kind of bad actually, because one of my friends ended up in hospital. Um and then uh yes. Yeah, not great. No, so that was bad. And then obviously it came back to me because I was the one that took the alcohol from my house. And I was like, Well, it's not my fault, you know. No. We, all, we were all drinking it, but yeah, that was um my dad was yeah furious you're like i'm just the thief you know i mean it's not my fault that i have like the skills and the capability to make the plans come to life you know yeah i was just the the, the mule i was just yeah. transporting <laughs> alcohol big month in august the big icks of loose lips were born why do clapham boys wear no socks and boat shoes and why do men wear boxes with holes in them robin don't don't <laughs> see these boat shoes they're gonna haunt me forever <laughs> And the hole in the boxes. And oh, and the hole in the yes. boxers. Yes. <laughs> yes. I do remember. Oh my gosh, that was literally the best. If I, do you know what? I feel like you've just targeted me there, so I have. Roll the tapes. <laughs> Those sliders and the socks. Oh my god, honestly. They're the real pandemic. <laughs> I mm, I used to hate them a lot more than I do now. I don't mind them around the house. I can hack them as a slipper. That's what I feel like they are. If you're doing a slider and a so, but I'm like out, like just out for the day. Mm. No. Yeah. No. I know what you mean, I think what? How do you feel? Because a lot of people's red flags are like no socks and boat shoes. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh my god, that literally tells me the type of person you're dating. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not saying me. I'm saying as a general, <laughs> maybe this is... It's giving clapping boy and infernos. If you know, you know. That's what that's giving. Oh my God, right. So this is actually reminding me so much of when I was in Vietnam and I was there with my boyfriend. <laughs> and we were like, let's go and get a couple's massage, right? So we get there and there's these two women in front of us. Now there's this really small, petite woman. She's so gorgeous, so teeny-weeny. She looks so delicate and young. And then there's this like uh, other woman who's like a bit more of like a veteran. You can see, you know, she's been there for years and, you know, she's like ready to really like get into those muscles, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm probably going to get like the little petite one oh no, my boyfriend gets the the cute little one, right? And I just thought, I just looked at him and I was like, oh gosh, he's like, oh no, I've got the really like good looking one. And so, so basically we're both getting this massage, right? She's like on top of him because in Asia, they literally put their whole body on you, like their whole body, like they're lying on top of you. And the woman that was doing mine was absolutely amazing. Cause like I said, I like it really like deep tissue. No. So I was just enjoying it and I'm looking over 
and he looks like he's hating every single second and I'm like this is weird I'm like why does he what's wrong so then he was really tense like when we finished like can we just go and I was like yeah I was like yeah like I really enjoyed it it was really lovely thank you so much and I wanted to sit there and you know get like the little like watermelon drink like I really wanted to like soak it all up and he was like let's just go let's just go and I was like okay fine whatever so I'm like are you okay so it's one of these posh resorts so they take you back in the golf buggy and because there's another guy driving it you know he's sitting in silence the whole way and I'm like okay what's happened so we get home and he goes oh my god I've got a huge hole in my boxers <laughs> and I was like no it can't be that bad he was like no honestly she pulled open my legs if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door go to blue and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 or more that's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And I've got a huge hole in my boxers, <laughs> like where his bum is. And I was just like, no, it can't be that bad. Honestly, it can't be that bad. And he was like, no, I'm mortified. I was like, okay. So I was like, lie on the bed. <laughs> so I was like, lie on the bed on your front and I'll open your legs. I'll tell you how bad it is. I opened these legs, holy moly, the size of the hole in his boxers, honestly. No. So you can see everything. Oh, like, <laughs> what a day to wear boxers with a hole. Why do boys have boxers with holes in as well? I was like, why are you wearing them? We also spoke about loneliness and the impact the pandemic had on all of our lives. I actually found myself, um, I think it was probably a couple of years ago, it was this weird transition after um, the pandemic where mm. in the pandemic a lot of my friends uh, were in the arts right and you know whether they came from a performing background or they were in the media or whatever and because of that when the pandemic came and it hit you know the industry so hard a lot of people left London mm. so then I found myself in this space where I was like I'm still in London they're all not here 
and yeah. I also don't have my family around family yeah. takes up so much of your time and I didn't have that and so it was actually my mum said I said oh you know what I'm just so like I was pretty miserable then I was like, I'm really miserable I don't know what to do and she was like, I think you're lonely mm. she was like I genuinely just think that's all that's wrong I, and, I, and that's when I was like you're crazy because I was like loneliness isn't for young people but I think yeah. actually she was right yeah I think I a hundred percent. I think, you know, I, I've had similar experiences. Like after that job, I, I did feel really lonely. I had a flat as well that I was living in for over four years by myself. And to be mm. honest, it's crazy because like now I have like a housemate. I do miss that living by myself. And I think that that's what I want to do. But it did get really lonely. And like I, I found the thing and I'm sure there are people that would relate to this. Like I have a great friendship group in Manchester. Fantastic. And I love them. But like a lot of them are in relationships. And I just always feel like obviously. Obviously I get it like that that completely takes priority and it's like if I sort of organize anything or you know if I tell you know when you're just like you're really in the mood to do something and then you text them they're all busy and stuff like it's it's really difficult sometimes like you just mm. feel like I always feel because I don't have a partner and stuff like I'm no one's first priority I feel like oh so <laughs> I'm, well really apart sad. from like my mum maybe no I do I'm not near my family either and so. that's when it's hard I think in October, it was all about the money, money, money. We welcomed another brilliant guest to the pod, Laura Anmore. She spoke to us about developing our money mindset and being smarter with our finances, which, by the way, Soph, I've actually implemented. <gasps> Go on, girl. And uh, a little tidbit. We didn't talk about this on the tidbit? pod. Is that a thing? Tidbit, yeah. I've never heard Like of a little that. extra, little tidbit. <laughs> it's a little tidbit for you. Laura Anmore and I, when we were doing like a, an event together, mm. we did a blind date together. Yes. That was just before we did. I don't think we mentioned it. I think we spoke about it afterwards. But yeah, we did a blind date. We were pulled up on stage and a guy was blindfolded and we were asked questions and he had to pick. He didn't pick either me or Laura. <laughs> he Do picked the what? other girl. I was going to say you can tell he's blind, but obviously he was. <laughs> <laughs> and here is a little bit of our chat with the lovely Laura Ann Moore. What is a money and mindset coach? Because I feel like obviously we know like financial advisors, like historically, that's, you know, like a term that we're used to. But what's like a money and mindset? So if you're an advisor, you are giving direct advice. So I would be like, I'd be telling you what financial products to open. Like, should you open this? Should you open that? What company should you go with? What stock should you invest in? Like, I am responsible for your money, essentially. Well, there's a level of responsibility. But a coach is someone who is there to mentor you, guide you, educate you. And like the key thing is around empowering you to make your own decisions. So it's like giving you the knowledge, giving you the confidence. And, you know, you've got like money coaches who focus on the practicals and then you have like mindset coaches who focus on the mindset. And I kind of combine the two together. You must be a really good people person as well then because you can be obviously like, you know, hot on all the finance stuff. But to do like the coaching side, do you just have a passion for people? Did you feel like, right, I need to amalgamate those two things? Yeah, I think I've always been a proper people person. And because I used to want to be an actress, like that was my biggest goal that was like I was honestly I said to everyone but I honestly thought I was going to be Kate Winslet in Titanic 2 I was like still be Kate Winslet in Titanic yeah that's true the dream isn't dead (laughs) (laughs) but I did get to a point where I was like oh do you know what like I don't think the actor life is for me so kind of when I put that to bed and had my quarter life crisis around what I was going to do with my career I always knew it would be something to do with helping people And I think I assume, I know this sounds really silly, but I always assumed that everyone had that same thing. So when I used to be like, I just want to help people, I'd assume that like everyone wanted the same, but that's not actually always the case because people meet 
they, they fit into different careers or different roles, but I always just really knew that I wanted to yeah, help people. And when I stumbled across the world of personal finance and kind of got into it and realized I could merge the two together, I was like, this is brilliant. This is, I found what I want to do forever. <laughs> we delved into the weird and wonderful world of TikTok, looking at how people get noticed, what sort of niche content we come across. You know, I love me a little TikTok clip. <laughs> I've decided we need merch. Robin needs merch that says, I saw this on TikTok. <laughs> The irony that I don't ever put anything up for me. <laughs> oh, and I also have the brilliant Scouse accent, of course. Of course. I saw the best Liverpudlian on TikTok the other day and basically she was going off her head about a marathon. I don't know if you've seen it. No. She was basically talking about the Liverpool marathon and she was just like, why do you have to get up on a Sunday and get running? And it's got to bring the whole city to a stop. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. She is literally the best. Yeah, it's a funny space, I think, TikTok, because I think you can find yourself and like, because of like the discoverability, I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> but like you can discover people that you don't really follow in a way that you can't on Instagram, I don't think. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like there's some people that I found on TikTok and I'm like, I, you see so many different sides of it. It's a lot more casual, like a lot more chatting to the camera and stuff like that. So there's like people that if you really like and you find them on TikTok, you're like, I don't know. I just like funny stuff as well. They're like the people I follow. I don't know. I just like having a laugh on TikTok. Yeah, no, I do. I quite like the kind of like messier TikToks, if you know what I mean, rather than like the kind of, oh, do you know what though? I think it is wild the way some people have grown on there. Like, do you know the girl Alex Earl? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's like, she's like super famous now. Like that's it. She's with a fucking NBA player or, or whoever. She's like yeah. 21. She, yeah, absolutely flying. She's got her own podcast now and loads of stuff. Like that, it's unbelievable. Like this is the thing where it's like, obviously I'm like a creator, I guess on Instagram, but TikTok is where it's at. Like this is where, you know, there's some big people on TikTok that are just getting to do the, like the coolest stuff. Like they're on holidays all the time and this, that, the other and the brands they're working with. That's why I feel like it's quite important. So yeah, I think it's an interesting space because I just, I just wonder like what defines like her content from like another like you know young blonde girl that's like out in Miami party and like it's really interesting like what people kind of like are I guess addicted to and like what do they what kind of blows up and what doesn't I think there's just no rhyme or reason and I think that's what makes it really hard space finally we looked ahead for the new year and how we want to find and set our goals we think sitting down with a friend and creating a vision board might be the key we absolutely need to do that yeah we do it is the first of January <laughs> we did say we were going to do it in December so we are going to do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Should we do pictures? Pictures. Yeah, pictures on our vision board. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do pictures. <laughs> so I think we need to set our goals. We need to yes. set our goals. And we're going to set we're going to set them before the new year. And that is our only goal. How's that? <gasps> so our December goal is to set our goals for the new year. That's the only goal we have. I like it. I'm going to plan I'm going to plan to do it. Like I've had a friend actually very kindly offer to help me with like, you know, sitting down and thinking about sort of a strategy oh. for next year. I know. I know it was really nice That's for so her. Sweet. So we're going to I think we're going to do that. We might even do it like a bit of a vision board. Maybe that would be a good idea, but you know, I think I need I think I maybe need that that just a bit of, you know, someone else to kind of like It's a good idea, Sophie. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Maybe I've got even any friends there. I tell you what, you know, like you do like the fucking paint and sip nights and things like that. You should do a goal setting one with your friends. 
Do you know what? I've done that years ago one time and it was the best thing I've ever done. I really high, highly recommend that. Maybe we... Oh my it's God. really, really me good. And, me and my friend meant to. This is why I said like last year, I meant to set goals and we were going to do that. We were literally going to, you know, get some nice food or whatever and but we didn't, but I'm hopefully going to do it with my friends this year and, and kind of think about, yeah, what I want to do next year and how I can yeah. try and achieve that and things. But yeah, let's do it together, guys. I'd love to know how you set goals and yeah, what you do to stay on track and like that kind of thing. Cause it's always interesting what other people do. Yeah. I think the key is working backwards. If you've got a goal that feels a little bit scary, either like you know keep it a little bit scary but if it terrifies you it's probably not as motivating but you know just bring it back a little bit and do the steps from the really terrifying goal and then do the little steps until you get to a point where it feels like you could do it in a day you know that's what I've been told so it's like try and get the steps on the way to it what's the saying they say you don't have to see the whole staircase just take one step I've been watching too many Americans I think on TikTok I think I've decided I think Robin needs some merch guys and I think it should be a t-shirt that says I saw I saw that on TikTok or I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> literally that is, I love it it's how she consumes all of it. she'll say something really insightful and be like oh well I saw it on TikTok <laughs> on a very serious note very serious <laughs> oh, not very serious on a serious note, thank you so much for listening to Loose Lips over the course of 2023. We have just been finding our feet within Loose Lips, of course, as a duo, Robin Richford and Sophie Brown, in case you were um, unsure. <laughs> if you got this far and you hadn't worked that one out, we have a problem. But seriously, we kind of, I guess, had the aim for this pod to kind of like muddle through life with you. Mm. And hopefully we've got more of that to come in 2024. I do hope so. And it would really help if you subscribe, like, follow. That would be super helpful. We can get more guests on. We've got really exciting guests lined up for next year. I can't blooming wait. If you would like to send us in your dilemmas or feedback, anything like that, you can send it to the Instagram at the Loose Lips Podcast. Or you can always get us on our personal Instagrams at Robin Richford with a Y and at Sophie HR. Brown. And I guess all that's left to say is here's to 2024. Ah! Let's do it together. Bye. We're going to sort a show. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Bye. We also spoke. Spoke? <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.